as I've been saying from the very beginning of this crisis, it will be the economy that will have the biggest impact here. And now we're getting similar messages even from the IMF that just came out with a statement saying that the world will, quote, very likely experience the worst recession since the 1930s. But right now, the conversation in the United States is about supposedly opening the economy as Donald Trump announced that soon he will declare the economy back open again, while, of course, other people like Dr. Fucci says we're not ready, including also other individuals like the president of the Federal Reserve in Minneapolis, who is saying, as of just two days ago, that America should be ready for 18 months of shutdown. And when you look at the economy, especially in the United States, I think it's uh, a little bit too late and the damage has already been done. The hooch has already been screwed over, as of course we have terrible decisions that have been made by the Federal Reserve, the Treasury Secretary, and Donald Trump that has essentially ended the free market and rewarded the bad actors from 2018 that made this situation that much worse. So in my opinion, Tim, a little bit too late. Is there any way of putting the genie back in the bottle? Is there any go any way going back to this from your expertise, Tim? No, I mean, there's maybe a way going back to this for the big banks and big pharma and for the vaccine manufacturers and for the military industrial complex. I think those- And Walmart that's investing in China right now. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a way for those guys, you know, to be back on, you know, their game and, and being back up, you know, making more more profits than ever. But when it comes to the average person out there, I think, you know, uh, Humpty Dumpty's broken. You're not putting them back together again. But the main crux of all this, and I hate to keep droning on about this, and I love when people say, oh, how come we don't talk about the Federal Reserve? I mean, I, I talk about the Federal Reserve almost every single time. But anyways, the main problem is that we have to borrow our money into ex existence. And until you actually uh, fix that problem, and by fixing it, I mean, getting rid of the Federal Reserve, getting rid of debt-based money, all all this can there's no amount of other political football issues or do a little bit over here or a little bit over there to try to fix things because there's no way you can fix something that was built on a broken foundation and so and then with trump coming in and you know basically adding to the swamp with adding all of his goldman sachs you know cronies that are in there you know i'm very uh very disappointed because i did have some hope in him and i did think that you know when he was talking about making tweets about the fed saying it's very important that we audit the fed and you know uh you know sending out dog whistles to our entire community and then backing away from that, you know, I, I felt that that was a, uh, you know, a pretty big betrayal. But getting into this article over here, Morgan Stanley, the bad actors of the last cycle are getting bailed out. There is a certain paradox behind the coronavirus. On the one hand, it is a human, social, and economic tragedy of unprecedented proportions with tens of thousands of people dead around the globe, millions affected, tens of millions unemployed, small and medium businesses decimated, countless companies on the verge of bankruptcy, and the global economy in a hopefully brief depression. Morgan Stanley's chief U.S. equity strategist explaining and admitting what so many can only whisper behind closed doors for fears of being branded as conspiracy theorists or being suspended from social media networks. But the bottom line uh, for us, and this is, again, Morgan Stanley's uh, chief equity strategist talking, is the latest move is very much in line with our prior view that investors should not have any doubts about the Fed's resolve to do whatever it takes to make sure this recession doesn't turn into a depression. In fact, they, are, they now appear to be trying to limit the healthy damage we typically get from a garden variety recessions. As noted in our prior research, we think that the nature of this recession, the unprecedented suddenness and trajectory of the contraction, 
centered on a health crisis has provided absolute cover for policymakers to go well beyond traditional support. As such, the bad actors of the last cycle are getting bailed out, which could ultimately limit the malaise we typically get in a recession. In short, the worst stocks will have the biggest recoveries. And so, I mean, there we see it again. You know, the people who caused this, you know, are always getting bailed out. Over here, we have on screen, uh, you know, a picture of Jim Cramer, where, uh, it, where it shows, you know, stocks having the best week since 1938. And then meanwhile, there's a chart that shows uh, the S&P 500 rocketing higher, while the uh, U.S. jobless claim is just a hockey stick downwards. What was that, Luke? You want to jump in there? Well, well, there's a big question in our kind of circle, and, and that usually is Q bono. Who benefits? If you look at this entire crisis, I mean, uh, th there's people benefiting off of this tremendously in ways that we don't even know about. I mean, a lot of people in the media and in the public are talking about this 2.2 trillion stimulus package where 250 billion of that actually goes directly to you in this bureaucratic way that's going to take months <laughs> months for it to finally get there. But there's also, uh, you know, chats and, and murmur of potentially $6 trillion being siphoned off in secret maneuvers by the Federal Reserve directly going to, of course, the people that you're mentioning now, to the hedge fund, to the people that brought us into this situation with reckless behavior that made us so unsafe not to be able to weather this storm. This is a major storm, and I think many people should be asking Q Bono, especially with the first article that I mentioned with this Federal Reserve Bank president of Minneapolis saying 18 months shutdown. I mean, I mean, when we're getting the reports now of, of again, the projections being wrong, the hospitals not being inundated, luckily, uh, you have to kind of ask yourself what's really happening here behind the scenes and Q Bono, who benefits? That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely agree with that. I mean, you always have to look behind the money and see who's the one who's getting bailed out. Who are they working hard for? And this is a perfect, uh, you know, intro into Neil Kashukari. So in 2000, uh, I believe, I guess technically it's 2009, he was getting grilled on Capitol Hill, and this is before he was a Federal Reserve governor. Not sure what his capacity was at the time, but he was getting grilled. And one of these senators, and again, I don't have a lot of respect for any of these senators, or no respect, pretty much for any of them. Maybe besides uh, Rand Paul. But with that said, he ends up he. Uh, senator grills him and, and of course now you can't find any of this stuff on youtube so if you guys want to link this down below it'd, it'd help me out but what it what it said uh it goes listen we have no doubt that you were working hard our only question is who are you working hard for and that was basically a direct shot from the senator implying that he was working hard for the banks well now you know that's just a resume builder to now put him on the board of uh governors of the federal reserve system lots of chatter that he will actually be the next federal reserve chair uh but yeah i mean getting into the article america should be, america should be ready for 18 months of shutdowns in a long hard road ahead warns feds uh neil kashikari and we have these waves of flare-ups controls flare-ups and controls until we actually get a therapy or vaccine he said we need to find ways of getting the people who are healthy who are at lower risk back to work and then providing the assistance to those who are at most risk who are going to need to be quarantined or isolated in the foreseeable future so uh cubono who's going to benefit okay you know the vaccine manufacturers this could be a long hard road that we have ahead of us until we either get an effective therapy or a vaccine, he said, it's hard to, for me to see a V-shaped recovery under that scenario. And, uh, you know, I guess speaking of long and hard, you also have adult toy companies that have a 38% uh, skyrocketing since all this broke down. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually plan hey, for that to hey, go into. 
Okay. Hey, if you're if you're getting screwed by the government, you might as well screw yourself at the same time, right? So- well, oh, no, well, now I mean, uh, one of the other things that's going on is one of the, I think it was Durex or one of their manufacturing facilities or, or a lot of their manufacturing facilities in, in Malaysia are shut down. So there actually is now a, uh, a condom shortage going on worldwide, and uh, so yeah, so. People get screwed in more ways than one. But anyways, people that are uh, actually, no, we're going to go first, go to Jim Cramer or sorry, go to Market Watch. 43% of small businesses say they'll be forced to close permanently if they don't get help soon. Uh, so unfortunately, a lot of this help is coming too little too late. And uh, though 43% of the 500 polled businessmen say they can't survive without some sort of government assistance uh, and or change in economic conditions, 46% say the economy needs between six months and a year to find its way. Uh, then you have the index, blah, 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 blah. And uh, basically, you know, a lot of these companies are going to have to start going bankrupt if they don't get money soon. But, you know, don't tell that to Jim Cramer, though, because Jim yeah. Cramer is feeling confident about the future. Now, in this article, I'm, sorry, look. I was literally, I was literally going to jump into that. I'm like, no, Tim, you're totally wrong. We have Jim Cramer giving us confidence in this economy. Everything's going to be fine. Listen to the mainstream media, Tim. Don't worry. Yeah, and we don't do like a gigantic amount of show prep. I mean, basically, it's like, hey, here's the articles I want to talk about. So, I mean, none of this is really, you know, planned. So, uh, as you see in this article, the worst case scenario has been taken off the table. And if Apple and Google can do contact tracing that we all embrace, while we continue to roll out more testing, the economy could reopen a lot sooner than we thought. Three weeks ago, uh, the Mad Money host said. Now, I'm going to get back to that phrase in a little bit. Contact uh, tracing. Because I read that. I'm like, well, what the hell is contact tracing? And I sort of just glossed over it, skipped over it, went back to the rest of the article and uh, before I ended up realizing what it meant. And so as we go back here, it says, I figured a retest was virtually, let's just say, inevitable. He's talking about retesting the lows of the stock market. But now I'm feeling more confident about the future, he concluded after the market closed. On top of the historic multi-trillion dollar federal spending package that is now underway to help mitigate the economic damage of the coronavirus pandemic. He applauded the Federal Reserve's move to go nuclear and the latest of a string of responses from the central bank with a $2.3 trillion bond buying program for trouble companies and local governments. This measure could potentially help the slumping oil industry. And I do want to point out the oil industry because it's not necessarily about the oil stocks. It's about the oil bonds. A lot of this is about the bonds because the bonds. So what a bond is, if you lend money to a company, uh, you're going to buy some of their bonds. Those bonds is a basically you're you know, it's you are now a, the highest claim holder of that company. So the, the problem is a lot of these bonds are going to become worthless as these companies were not going to be making any money. A huge amount of the junk bonds uh, are the oil companies. And so now the Federal Reserve is going in and buying the junk bonds, aka they're going to be the highest claim holder of the oil companies if they go bankrupt, aka they're going to own the oil companies if they end up going bankrupt. And so this is a path for the Fed to own everything. Our, our good friend John Snyson three years ago, wrote a post about the Japanification of America and how eventually the Fed will and everything. But getting back to this very important phrase from the article here, uh, this that means more money going back into stocks, especially ones with good dividend records, Kramer said. Actually, that wasn't the uh, one I wanted to talk about. But I think, but like, let's get back to contact tracing. Kramer also pl- applauded Apple and Google, uh, blah, blah, blah. The companies announced Friday they would Roll out iPhone and Android apps that will help track the spread of coronavirus and alert users who came into contact with others who have tested positive for COVID-19. These tools are expected to be available in May. I think this partnership is huge. 
is probably the only way we get contact tracing in America, Kramer said. Adding that contact tracing is essentially stopping this thing. And so, actually, here we go, right up in breaking news, that flash while we're reading this. Coronavirus live updates, vaccine race picks up, banks offer bills relief for millions of Americans. And so, essentially, what they are saying here, Luke, is that the answer to all this is to have you know the big tech companies basically being able to give the government to the data to then say, okay, uh, and even there was another thing that flashed on screen while I was reading this that showed uh, Apple Maps is now going to use their program to say, hey, you've been within, you're not social distancing. And so now the big techs are going to act as this, uh, you know, technocracy, big brother, uh, tattletale system of saying you're just, not. Just now or, or, or always, because that's what they've always been doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's Good point. They, yeah, I mean, they, they were started, a lot of these big tech companies were started with seed funding or with direct intervention from government. We also have to understand- well, Incutel, also- Incutel is the yeah. actual private equity firm of the CIA, and they yeah, were yeah, the ones yeah. who started Google. That's yeah, not yeah, even well, a conspiracy. They, they had a lot of seed funding and investments in a lot of startups. Uh, a lot of them took off and a lot of them, of course, have close relationships with the authorities when it comes to sharing every little thing about you to them, uh, as well as not just the government, but also to the highest bidder. But the system that you're talking about is this kind of uh, you know digital kind of certificate. It's already in play in China. And in China, you have to download. It's mandatory there. It's going to be interesting to see how it's going to play out here in the United States. But I did a video about this just a few days ago, specifically talking about the Chinese kind of Orwellian dystopian approach and what to look out for here in the United States on the main We Are Change channel. Uh, I could look up that video right now really quickly just to give you the title of it. But essentially, we have to understand here, uh, there's a lot of things happening. The situation's very fast developing. It's it's very interesting to see the federal response and also the state response. When you look at states' responses, like, of course, uh, Michigan, when you compare it to other states that are not listening to the stay-at-home orders, again, there's, there's three states that are just totally not listening to any of the recommendations by the federal government, which has uh, essentially been having a handoff approach. The state governments have been implementing different things in the, their own kind of unique ways. The jurisdictions, uh, some of them have been totally overblown, have been totally uh, power hungry and crazy, uh, while some of them have been more kind of uh, understanding and realistic with their approach. So, uh, I, I, the web, the video that I specifically did uh, was called "The Bio Lab in China Got Us Got U.S. Funding: What You Should Know." And in that video, uh, a couple of days ago, I was directly going into the bigger kind of digital uh, health certificates already in play. In China, there's another video. Papers, please. The bigger threat might be government now. Also on the main channel, you should definitely check that that one out. Three days ago, going into, of course, a lot of the bigger kind of dystopian measures. Uh, so, so that's all I have on this particular topic. Again, the economy is something to look out for. Me and Tim weren't planning to talk about the economy on this YouTube channel, but because it's such an impactful and important way. I mean, I always knew. The economic system was a scam. But now, after really diving deep into it, looking into it, researching and studying it every day with Tim, I'm like, holy cow, I can't imagine like uh, the, the, the crap that's happening that we still don't know about. So there's still a lot to learn. That's all I have to say from here. Anything else you want to say? And do you want to end it here, Tim? 
Yeah, I mean, just uh, you know, real quickly, you know, we've got, uh, I guess, you know, on screen, we got Goldman Sachs is basically saying that uh, you know everyone's just going to discount quarter one, and that because they're discounting or discounting this quarter, that you know that stocks are going to be back up, and don't don't worry. Uh, Donald Trump says the Fed may have, or Donald Trump and the Fed have ended the free market, and so you know, I absolutely do agree with that. We got J.P. Morgan profits drop as bank braces for severe recessions and uh you know they've they've had just a huge amount of loans that are going sour over there uh fact check trump claim maybe we'll do this on another video but trump claims it's it's his call and when to reopen the economy i think that that's probably a juicy subject that we can maybe get into uh later uh, a little bit about what what is the economy will look like once we get it reop reopened and whether or not trump even has that call or not uh and then yeah we did talk about the adult adult toy industry and, and, and while you're talking i did flash on screen the cia.gov where it actually talks about their relationship with uh inqtel so you know it does sound like something kind of fantastical when we make these when i make these big claims about these different things but uh yeah definitely uh yeah that's 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 all i've got today and i appreciate everybody who put their uh you know team tim comments in the in the video yesterday i know luke isn't too happy about that but uh anyways you know what, we've, what are you uh, talking about like <laughs> no tim, not what I'm gonna. I'm, uh, we're gonna debate you, son of a gun. Um, and not the end of it. Uh, again, we're all here for a discussion and to learn. And I'm not here for positive comments and uh, an ego boost. I'm here to share the important information that we all learn from. So, uh, stay tuned for more. Uh, I want another debate. If you want to go go at it that way, you son of a gun. Uh, here on Change the News.